0: Hey moms, welcome to this episode of the Dorenda Wilson Podcast. I'm Dorenda, wife to one, mom to eight, Nana to nine, and 27-year veteran homeschooling mom. I also wrote three books, The Unhurried Homeschooler, a simple, mercifully short book on homeschooling. And if you enjoyed that book, you will love the four-hour school day, how you and your kids can thrive in the homeschool life. It's like an expanded version of my thoughts in The Unhurried Homeschooler. I also wrote a devotional written specifically for homeschool moms called Unhurried Buried Grace for a Mom's Heart, 31 Days in God's Word. And in that book, I share the many passages that God kept bringing me to over and over and over again over my decades of parenting and homeschooling um, and just talk about how those passages apply to those specific areas of our lives. So I hope you'll go check those books out. You can go to DorindaWilson.com. You can also find them on Amazon and you can find The 4-Hour School Day at any of your favorite booksellers as well. Okay, so y'all know that I love Homeschooling Today magazine, and uh, I will leave a link in the show notes, but I just want to encourage you to go check them out. Um this is a great time of year to maybe buy yourself a gift or ask for a gift, um, a subscription to that magazine because it's one of those magazines that's just beautiful to look at. The pages are nice and heavy. It's a very, very well done magazine and the content, and this is the most important part, is the best part about it. It is just full of uh, wonderful content that you'll go back to over and over again. You won't throw these magazines out. You will return to them. And so really it's an investment in Encouragement for your mom heart. So I will leave a link in the show notes and encourage you to go check them out. Well, I am thankful that you're here today. Hopefully, you listened to the last episode where I read our family's annual Christmas letter that we send out every year. We've sent out a year uh, every year. We've sent out a letter and a picture of our family uh, for 33 years. And so I hope you'll tune in and listen to that really short uh, podcast. Today, um, we're going to just be talking about uh, sort of posturing ourselves in the midst of the busyness. You know, Christmas is less than a week away, so at this time next week, it'll be over. Isn't that hard to imagine? I don't know where you are today physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. Maybe you're excited. Maybe you're feeling uh, productive and enthusiastic about all the festivities. Maybe you're exhausted on all fronts or just a few. Maybe you're stressed about being able to get everything done in time. Maybe you're hurting and reeling from unexpected news or circumstances. Maybe you're grieving and just wishing that this would all be over so the pain wouldn't feel quite so intense. Wherever you are right now, I want to encourage you to just take a few minutes with me to slow your heart down. Take a deep breath. Exhale. Ask God to help you still your heart as we reflect on a couple of basic truths of our faith and apply them to where we are right now. The first truth that I want to reflect on is God's sovereignty. God is sovereign. Everything that is happening, whether in our control or not, is all under God's control. There is nothing that happens to us that is not outside of that is outside of his control. Nothing touches us that doesn't pass through his loving hands first. So take some time to marinate in these scriptural truths. Proverbs 19:21 says many are the plans in the mind of a man, but it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Job 42, 2. I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Psalm 135, verse 6. Whatever the Lord pleases, he does. And that uh, in, in heaven and on earth, in the seas and all the deeps. Proverbs 16, 9, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Isaiah 46, 10, declaring the end from the beginning and from ancient times, things not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will accomplish all my purpose. Psalm 103, verse 19. The Lord has established his throne in the heavens and his kingdom rules over all. This savior, Jesus, who came to redeem us, this plan of redemption was not a disaster recovery plan. This was his plan from the beginning of time. So where you are right now at this moment is not outside of his control. Colossians 1 verses 16 and 17, for by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all all things hold together. Job 12, verse 10. In his hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of all mankind. Finally, Ephesians 1, verse 11. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things According to the counsel of his will. Moms, God is on the throne and he does all things well. He is good, he can be nothing else. So we're reflecting on the fact that he is sovereign, and now we're reflecting on the fact that he is good. He can be nothing else. It is not in His nature to be anything else. But when we try to control things we were not meant to have control over, it becomes harder to see His goodness or to rest in the fact that He is God and we are not. There are some things we may never understand, but we don't have to. Knowing that He is truly sovereign and truly good is enough drink in these passages on god's goodness exodus 34 6 the lord the lord god merciful and gracious long-suffering and abounding in goodness and truth psalm 25:8, good and upright is the lord psalm 145 9 the lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. James 1.17 Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. James 1.17 He loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the goodness of the Lord. Psalm 33.5 Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Psalm 34:8. Be thankful to him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. Psalm 100, verses 4 and 5. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. He knows our frame, he remembers that we are dust. Psalm 103, verses 13 and 14. The Lord is upright. He is my rock. And there is no unrighteousness in him. The Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knows those who trust in him. Nahum 1-7. And finally, Psalm 31, verses 19 to 20. How great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men. You shall hide them in the secret place of your presence from the plots of man. You shall keep them secretly in a pavilion from the strife of tongues. Psalm thirty-one, nineteen and 20. So what does this mean for us in the midst of the Christmas season? It means that we can rest in the fact that he is God and we are not. We don't have to be everything, do everything, and have everything together. Instead, we can truly rest in him. We can stop and look for where he is providing. Instead of, uh, I heard a pastor say once, look for his presence, not his absence. And this is something that God laid on my heart recently. Dorinda, just look around and look for the ways that I have provided. It's another way for us to be practicing gratitude. Um, So because we know that he is God and we are not, and that He is providing everything that we need. We can truly rest in Him. As we go about doing faithfully what God has put in front of us to do, we know that He accepts what we are offering. He takes what we have, and like Jesus when He fed the 5,000, He takes the little that we have, and He multiplies it, and He makes it more than enough. Not only that, But moms, as believers, we can have confidence that he is actually pleased with our offering. So it doesn't really matter if everyone else is pleased. Ecclesiastes 9 verse 7 says, Go, eat your bread with joy, and drink your wine with a merry heart, for God has already approved what you do. I've included a link in the show notes to a simple, mercifully short Christmas playlist that I created that I hope you'll take the time to enjoy. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for this season. We just pray, the Lord, that as we take a breath and take a moment to just reflect on what this is all about and to realign our hearts with you. I ask that you would help us for the duration of this holiday season and beyond to set you ever before us. The scriptures um, in Psalms, uh, David says, I set the Lord ever before me because he is at my right hand, I will not be shaken. God, may we stand firmly on the truths of who you are because you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. We are fickle, we change, our emotions change, we tire out, we poop out, we get exhausted, we get worn out, God, but you do not. And so I ask that you would pour your strength, But even more than that, your peace that passes all understanding into the hearts of each and every mom listening. And I pray that as she goes to do the good work that you have put in front of her, that you would bless the work of her hands, that you would multiply it, and that she would do so with the heart that rests in you, knowing that you are God and we are not. We love you and we thank you for your faithfulness. In Jesus' name, amen.